Introducing the Glorious Living Podcast, a ministry of Ruwak and Jasmine Ministries, where we provide biblical insights on God's designs and purpose for your magnificent life. Here's your host, Jasmine Ford. So I was so excited to be a mother um, after suffering the grief of losing our first one. I was so grateful to make it to full term. Um, it took us about three years before um, we had a, a child, and so I was just very excited. But I wanted to be sure that my children felt loved. I wanted them to know that we were eagerly anticipating their arrival even before they were conceived. So when my sons were born, I even had a playlist of all of our favorite Christian and classical worship songs played during the delivery. So between the hymn, When the Roll is Called Up Yonder, and Pachelbel's Canon, they were introduced into the world. You know, and I was constantly thinking ahead and praying about, like, how are we going to handle the things that were coming? You know, it's so crazy. You get so prepared um, and get so excited the whole year you're pregnant and you're excited and you have baby showers and you're planning. And then all of a sudden there's a little bundle of joy sitting there and you're thinking, what am I supposed to do with you? I don't know. <laughs> you're going to be with you with me for the rest of your life. And in the, the, like a, for a moment, a, a, a moment of panic just set in to me. But but I was like, you know, Lord, it's going to be okay. This is my blood. This is my flesh. And, and I started praying and asking God to give us a clear vision for our family. And so um, I want to take us to Habakkuk chapter 2. And it's in the Old Testament. Chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. It says, I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. So when I read that, I, um, I think as parents and as people, even if you're not a parent, um, it's always important to seek the Lord about, the, about your season in, in your life. Um, he talks about standing on the ramparts, which was, you know, the very top of the castle, the very top of the fort. And it was the tower where you could look out and you can see what other people could not see. You could see for miles and miles, through, you know, past the mountains, over the hills and the valleys. You could see because your, your, your position was so on top, above everyone else. And that's what I wanted our vision to be. Um, God's vision for our life. I wanted. I didn't want to craft it after what I was seeing the world do. I wanted to craft it the way my mom did. My mom had a set of values and a set of morals, and and she was steadfast in it. And no matter what anybody else said, she held fast to what she felt like the Lord had called her to do for the family. And she was standing on the ramparts, and she was catching a vision from the Lord, and she um, stood on that vision. So once she knew what the vision was, she made it plain to the family, and that's what we followed. And so um, she's, she's been my, my mentor in that and my example in, in just following the Lord, listening to what the Lord would have to say about the, each season of our lives, and making it plain and running with it. So that everyone knows what we're doing. And so we have a little motto in our family. Um, it's called the train has left the building, meaning that God has set a course for our family. So we know if you're a believer that our destination, our final destination is heaven above. So when my husband and I got married, we're the, the front of the train. And 
the train leaves the station once two people get married. And we plot in our coordinates in every stop and every course that's tried is to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, to love God, to tell the world about him, and to witness to as many souls as possible. So everything we do is centered around those goals. And when we have to say no to our children, if we have to say no to something, uh, we end it always by saying, you know what? It's not about us. It's about God's plan for our family because the train has already left the building. And when you were born, you joined a moving train whose course has already been plotted. We love our children, but we are not their friends. We are their parents. And so there's a goal that we have that we want to get everyone who's a part of this family. Every time another child joins our family, they're a part of the next car in the in the train in the in from the the front to the caboose they're a part of that train and we've already charted the course so we're not going to veer to the right or to the left we're going to keep staying on that path and so i know it's not really popular but and it this doesn't make us holier than thou it's not a judgment against anyone else if you do this but that's one of the reasons why we don't celebrate halloween you know we don't want to practice something now that we won't be doing in heaven I'm not going to be running around in costumes or, you know, I'm not going to be wearing like scary costumes. I'm not going to be doing that with Jesus in heaven. So we want to practice now all of our spiritual disciplines. We want to practice now crucifying our flesh. We want to practice now hearing the voice of God and obeying him. We want to practice loving the God through our, through our obedience to his word, obedience to his commandments. We want to live that life now so we're prepared to be with him for eternity. So, you know, life for us is about choosing, how, learning how to be with him, like choosing to be with him, choosing to live a life that's set apart, learning spiritual disciplines so that we can be useful to him. You know, there are certain things you can see in a family that maybe that family will, will struggle with. You can look in the bloodline. You can see in a family that maybe they struggle with alcoholism. Maybe they struggle with depression. Maybe um, they struggle with lying or stealing or, or um, being false, you know, um, being nice, nasty. Or being passive aggressive, you know, all those things are, you can look in a bloodline, you can see that this is something that this family may struggle with, you know, sleeping around, promiscuity, there are a lot of things. And so at some point, you have to draw the line in the sand and say, you know what, we are set apart. And God has given us a clear vision of what our life is supposed to be like. He's given us a clear vision because I'm standing on the ramparts. That means I'm, I'm, I'm diving into the word. I'm taking time to acknowledge his presence. I'm taking time each day to meditate on a word, that, a chunk of word that I don't know. And I'm asking God to, to give it more clarity in my life so that I can apply it and actually do it. I want to do his word. I want it to be, I want to walk and be his word living in the flesh. And so we we have a, a choice in that. We have a choice to live that kind of life. We have a choice to stand on the ramparts and to look up and say, Lord, give me the vision. And once you give me the vision, I'm going to run with it. My family's going to run with it because the train has left the building. And I'm a homeschooler. I am a avid homeschooler. And even if you don't homeschool, even if your children are in public school, pray over them every morning. Pray over them when they come home from school. Um, remind them of the values. When they come home and they say, oh, you know, such such kid was cursing, uh, which actually happened. Um, or they say, you know, oh, such such was uh, looking at this on their phone. Or Then that's a time for us to disciple. It's so I'm so quick to kind of panic when I hear... Um, 
what, you know, my son, even though he's homeschooled, you know, he's starting to be around um, other kids who are not homeschooled. And so, because he's a great host of friends, but in that, we're praying for godly friends for him. We're praying for godly influences around him. We're praying that he would choose to, to have godly friends. And I remember one time, because we don't, uh, my sons will, will play video games every once in a while, but um, sometimes there are some video games that we're like, absolutely not. You absolutely cannot play that video game. If you see everyone else playing it, walk away and find something else to do. And so I remember we were someplace and the kids, some of the kids were in a room playing a, a video game that we had specifically said, do not play. So I, so we had spent time there for hours. We're having a great time and we were leaving. I look up and I walk past the room and I see the game on that we that we our value is that we don't play that particular uh, video game so when I turned to my son and I said were you in there playing the, the game with them he goes mom mom he's like don't drink the kool-aid he's like of course not he, he was like <laughs> he's like mom no of course not and I was like so blessed by that blessed by his response that he was committed um, to the to the values and the morals that we had given him, that he was committed to the vision, and that even out of sight, even when I wasn't there to oversee or to 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 make sure that everything was okay, he was he had, he he had bought into the vision and he was had charted his course and he said, you know what, I'm a part of this train. This is where we're going, and no matter where I go, I'm going to make sure that I continue on this course. So Habakkuk chapter two, verses uh, two through three. Is, is the one that I want you to start to memorize, especially in chapter two, it says, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. So I hope that you have been blessed by this. Um, the Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. Father in heaven, I just pray that everyone listening to the sound of my voice, that you would bless them, Father, to hear your voice in your word, to hear your voice when they're praying, Father, that you would give them a vision for each season of their lives, regardless if they're single, if they're in college, if they're in grade school, um, if they're parents, if they're empty nesters. Wherever season, whatever season that they find themselves in right now, that you'd make a clear vision for them and that once they hear it, that they would write it down and make it known and make it plain and run with it. I pray, Father, for a greater revelation of you. I pray that they would have the spiritual discipline to sit with you and to pray and to read your word and to do it. I pray that each and every person would have a beautiful relationship with you rich and full of laughter and mercy and love and kindness, and that you would be more real to them than even their best friends, that you would really be Lord over their lives. Sometimes we stop at the Savior part, but you are Lord over our lives. I pray, Father, that they would stand on the ramparts, that they would watch for you and listen for you and listen for you through the Word of God and that you would speak to them richly. I pray, Father, that if someone is single, that you would give them a vision, a holy vision for their lives, and that they wouldn't even entertain or dream about marrying anyone or entertain even being courted by anyone unless that they follow the vision that you have given of holiness, of purity, of a life lived for you. I pray, Father, for each and every person, each and every parent, Lord, that you would give them a vision for their children, for their marriage, for their life, Lord. And when things don't line up, 
with their goals and their vision, that they will have the courage to say, the train baby has already left the building. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Glorious Living Podcast. We pray you have been inspired to share the gospel, walk in obedience to the Holy Spirit, and to shine brightly for Jesus. For more resources, check out our website at ruwalkandjasmine.com. Remember, Jesus loves you and Jesus is Lord.